0: you're listening to borderline idealist join us every sunday for new episodes where we focus on introverts highly sensitive people and mental health log on to borderlineidealist.com for past episodes blog posts and to find ways to support us together we can give a voice to introverts and tear down mental health stigma Welcome back to Borderline Idealist. This is AJ.
1: Hey guys, this is Chris.
0: And we apologize about putting out the episode so late on Sunday. We've. It's been a long day. Yeah, we've uh, been unpacking and getting our stuff where it needs to go. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Just the process of. Us settling down in our new house. Yay, we have a house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's nice that we can say we have a house. And it's not a apartment anymore that we're not renting, or that we're renting. Um, but just talking about getting used to our new surroundings. I know Chris is pretty used to everything around here because he's from Villa Rica, but I'm not. <laughs> So, his parents live right down the street. So, that's a new experience for me. We can always see his parents. They can always visit us. Do you like that, Chris?
1: I do. (laughs) But I don't think he'd do as much.
0: It's it's alright having your parents close by. It's just... Like I was telling you, it's not like how it was when it was just you and me. Uh, When we lived kind of far away from our parents and we didn't get to see them so much. Mm -hmm. But it's it's definitely something to get used to. How's unpacking been? It's been very hard. Chris has been going through the boxes. We're
1: last night. I stayed up till 4am unpacking everything from the kitchen. So I'm very organized. we discussed in the last one uh two episodes or or three ago so just as i am organized about packing and um the front end of moving i am on the other end as well i like to pack in by rooms unpack by rooms so i like to do all the kitchen first then i'm gonna move to the living room and finally our um Our bedroom and things like that that doesn't get seen as much in case somebody stops by.
0: Yeah, we're sleeping on a... The mattress is on the floor. Haven't even set up our bed frame yet.
1: Which is kind of nice. I actually...
0: You know, a lot (laughs) of Asian people sleep really uh, lower. Are you thinking of leaving it like that now, Chris? We're just going to leave the mattress on the floor? No. (laughs) I like
1: the bed Yeah it's been exhausting Just Every free time that we have I have to spend time Organizing and
0: cleaning Or going over to his parents house Or going over yes And, and I miss him when he goes over to his parents house I don't want to go all the time And I don't know I guess that's something to do with my BPD Or just Maybe it's just being an introvert I just want to be by myself most of the time, or I just I get exhausted just going over to your parents' house like almost every day. Yeah.
1: I have been going on over a lot, but <clears throat> sorry. Um, I think it's just been because of the move and it's, everything's hectic. We don't have a lot of food at the house still. I haven't been able to prepare meals like I regularly do just because everything's so chaotic. So, I am kind of relying on mom right now to help us with food. (laughs) You know? And she loves, she always cooks a lot and so she loves to cook for us.
0: Yeah, that's something your mom and my mom have in common. They like cooking, giving out food. (laughs) So, I mean, that's not a a bad thing I like the food (laughs) I like the we're uh, eating mango right now so I'm happy I like mango and we had mole yesterday
1: yes mole oh that was so good see if you ever have mole so for those of you who don't know mole is a a traditional Mexican dish whose base ingredients consist of chocolate and red peppers and it's usually, you know, made into a sauce, and it's cooked with chicken usually, and you serve it over a bed of white rice. And it's just so good. It's like sweet, but it's not even spicy. I don't think it's spicy, but I know to some people it might be. <laughs> no, it wasn't spicy to me. Well, but to some people who are used to no spice whatsoever, it could be. I think I've I've known people who say that mole is spicy to them.
0: I just like the chocolate part. I was like, chicken and chocolate? What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's like, oh, I I don't really cook like that. You know, I've never, when we, we've been together, I've never really cooked a lot of traditional meal, Mexican meals. There's been a few things like um, picaditas and gorditas and quesadillas. And, and I think I made chilaquiles one time for you. It, so there's a couple, but I don't do a lot of the others like my mom does. Mole and pozole, um, which you don't really care too much for pozole.
0: I think it's pozole good. it's like a a chicken soup. I mean, no, it's not chicken; it's pork, right?
1: You can make it with both. Yes.
0: Yeah. Either or.
1: It's good. I just. What is that grain called?
0: Uh... Not
1: hummus. Hominy. Hominy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it. Pozole... what hominy is yeah pozole is basically a big stew with either chicken but most people use pork and you let the pork cook in the steam of the, of the soup until the meat just falls off basically the bones and it's just so tender and then uh, you add the hominy uh, grains in there and let them cook well and it's you eat them with a lime of course salsa, red salsa and a little bit of cabbage sprinkled on top with a side of quesadilla. Are you hungry? Because <laughs> you're you
0: talking about a lot of food and it's making me... Well, I'm not <laughs> hungry because
1: I just ate not too long ago, but... <laughs> I it's love making Mexican me want food. more than
0: mango. Yeah. So, <clears throat> with this new phase in our lives, you know, um, moving somewhere new, I guess it's an opportunity to start something new. Um, I guess I wanted to... To talk about what we're, we're planning to do in this new place. For me, I'm, I put in applications and I'm waiting to hear back about a job. And the more days that go by that I haven't heard about it, I'm just like, Are, did they forget me? Did I not do something? But the posting is still online. So I know that they're still looking for somebody. Um, but I can't wait to get back and have a regular job and, you know, with, with everything that I understand about my BPD and something that I'm going through
1: and this a routine. Yeah.
0: The routine really helps. Christy, you have anything going on?
1: Ah, oh, everything's going on. <laughs> so I'm trying to transition into doing, uh, work. Uh, establishing a business a company uh, where I can do offer my photography graphic design services as well as print So I've, I've been working for a company where we do a lot of prints commercial prints and real estate and things like that and even artwork for for movies that are being filmed here in Atlanta We do a lot of work with a lot of big companies that produce like um, a lot of the Marvel movies some TV shows from Netflix so I've had a lot of experience I've gained a lot of experience with the print side of the industry. And I feel like that with everything that I've gained and acquired, all the knowledge I've acquired, I, I think I could I feel more comfort confident and comfortable in venturing out. I've I've had my photography business doing it for myself, you know, freelancing when I got out of college. I did that for about a year or two all on my own. And that was nice, but it was it's very
0: hard to work for yourself, yeah, freelance sounds hard I mean I'm just I, I thought of doing something freelance when I left my last job or doing like but the only uh talent I guess I have is like writing, so I wrote some blog posts and you can get paid for that, but it's not like a lot but Freelance is hard because you have to find your own jobs, and you have to be your own secretary and your own accountant mm-hmm. and all that PR, stuff. So marketing.
1: It's it's a lot of jobs, that, you know, for one person. But you also make more money. You have the potential to make more money, and that's also nice. Not knowing knowing that you're making what you want to make uh, versus you know. Fighting for the, an, a dollar raise, <laughs> knowing how much money you bring in to a company, and then you know fighting for a little bit extra.
0: You're your mm-hmm. own boss. Yeah,
1: this, that would be nice. So yeah, I'm I'm in the middle of applying for all these, uh, learning through what the whole process is because it's a lot. I've thought it you just fill out one form and you get your your business license and you're set to go, but apparently it's not that simple. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing that, and I'm still, I'm still working at my old job.
0: Um, yeah. But we're getting out of our comfort zones, I guess. I'm getting out of the, the house, and you're going to try to get out of <laughs> a normal 9-to-5 job and yeah, just, branch out into do your own thing. That's going to be
1: a different... Dynamic, Uh, dynamic, and difficulty (laughs) on its own. Working from home and being motivated to stay structured because at work I have structure. You know, I have. uh, I check my mail and I. I do certain jobs. I know how much time I spend. Um, There's there's a bit of a structure to it, and I know what is needed to be completed by what time. And so, when working for yourself, especially when you're starting off, and you have to. Kind of create structure on your own, on balancing marketing and networking.
0: So there's going to be a lot of procrastination. No, there can't <laughs> be any because we're not going to make any money. That's what it would mean for no, me. There's going to I, be I a lot of working by myself. It would just be procrastinating. Like I'll do it tomorrow. There's going to be like a, a lot
1: of um, networking that's going to have to happen. That means we're going to have to go to events. Uh, in Douglasville oh, wow. especially so but i i feel like i already have a plan like i have a pretty good connection of people that I, I that i know through previous jobs that i've had so and especially here in town as well um Villa Rica and Douglasville and Carrollton uh where i can go to events and that's a perfect comfort that's how people network i'm just going to have to put my yeah, brave face on and
0: i'm not good at networking i like some opportunities I get through my sister because my sister's the extrovert of our family. She knows everybody and oh, she knows somebody yeah. that does something. So she's my director. That's the
1: hard part about being working for yourself is you have to be an extrovert. Like you have to go out there and engage people and be on the whole time, you know. And that's going to be a challenge for me just getting to that place and then staying there for long periods of time. Whereas to now, I can just go to work and I do my thing. Most of the time, I'm pretty left alone. And now I have to do... Uh, I don't want to think about that. That's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. it's exciting. I really... I, The dream is for me to have a steady number of clients where I can, you know, just work from home most of the time. If I could just do... The graphic design... It is where it's it's perfect for introverts because you don't really have to meet people in person everything can happen through mail or calls so you can work from home photography that's more of the uh, extroverted because you have to meet people you have to make them feel comfortable around you which is hard uh, on its own it's hard to just be comfortable around them then you have to turn around and make them comfortable around you and give directions so that they look nice and then it's, there's a, a lot of things go on go into taking a nice photo that a lot of people don't really realize um, but uh, I think it's exciting I mean it's a, it's scary but it's exciting and I think that's how you know it's good
0: yeah that's what, it's good. that's what I feel about going back to having a job kind of scared because what happened to me last time and <clears throat> Or how I felt last time at my last job, and then hoping I don't end up in another toxic work environment and that I can control my stress and be a good employee. But
1: I I think you'll also be a little bit better prepared.
0: Yeah, because I I don't think I I know a little bit more.
1: You know a little bit more, but also I don't think you were taking the. Were you taking medicine when all that was happening before? Uh, during the end.
0: I think during the end I, I was taking medicine. But and, it like, was, I, and I wasn't like going it was to It wasn't this new medicine that you got on. Mm-hmm. This, was a different, this yeah. is a new one. So I think I'll be better at handling all that work crap that other people have to deal with. The office politics. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, politics gosh. in general <laughs> that's see, that's
1: the thing it's like it, for everything there's positives and negatives and like if you work for a work environment where a lot of people maybe if they don't share your if they share your your common beliefs your core beliefs and and your worldview that's that's i think the jackpot <laughs> mm-hmm. you know working with people who you can talk to and um and be comfortable with. Whereas, too, if you work with somebody who's on complete opposite of the spectrum, say, for example, um, politically or socially, culturally, then that can be very hard. And that's along the lines of where I find
0: myself with my current work. <clears throat> well, they don't fit with you politically, right? Yeah. And I like to talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> Which I thought you weren't supposed to talk about politics and religion. Yeah, well, that's why you're not supposed to, because you
1: don't want to. I don't want to engage people like that. You know, I, I don't think work is the place to engage people. I, I would. I love talking about politics and religion and cultural identities and and culture and um, what's that word? I'm forgetting right now. But I. So I do love in, engaging people and talking to people about it. But I don't think work is the appropriate setting for it because one you're not gonna be doing your job and two um it starts if fights you get, it, yeah <laughs> what if you get into a big argument and you have to see each other
0: every single day oh man i've seen that before this guy at my old job used to bring a trump uh water container mm. to work every day and that started some fights <laughs> but i mean that's freedom of expression right <laughs> but yeah. he he did it to like poke at people. <laughs>
1: it's it's a, it's a it's a line that you have to walk because uh, you know I, like I have a Bernie sticker on my bumper car. But that's not something that I'm carrying with me into the building mm-hmm. every time whenever somebody approaches me that's not something that they see. Um and also <laughs> a Bernie sticker doesn't have the same connotations that a the red MAGA logo may have. I mean, every, People, a lot, maybe not a lot of people realize all the weight and that goes comes along with these things that we the, that we utilize, mm-hmm. logos and iconography, things like that. Everything. I mean, that's that's how a world works. You know, that's why companies have logos because they create a brand, they create an experience, they create this idea of what it means to be Nike or what it means to be Apple, and so. Everything that they do goes into that image or icon. Everything that they do positive and everything that they do negative. That's why they always try to, you know, highlight all the best parts with Apple being environmentally friendly and this and that. Um, and that's how our, our culture works. We put into, we put ideas and feelings and thoughts into an image and into an icon. It's the same thing with the politics. The MAGA a brand carries everything that Donald Trump has put into it. And it's everything. It's not just uh, lower taxes, better jobs, this and that. It, it carries everything that he's ever said. So and just so, imagine his Twitter account. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so when somebody who's been a target of those things sees that, all of that comes into that person. And that's why people have very um, strong emotions and reactions to it because mm. it's not just to them it's not just seeing somebody who promised something to a specific group of people it's it's not only everything that Donald Trump has said for instance about immigrants and Latinos but also every other experience that, they've, that a person of Mexican heritage for myself has experienced up to that point all the racist remarks that have been yelled at from the car window uh, when we, our family has gone to Six Flags, and people telling us to go back to Mexico, or, or calling us spics or something, or wetbacks, um, every little experience that we've had in this country, as a Mexican, what I consider myself a Mexican American, all those things then get added into it because, because that's resonating. It's basically an echo of what Donald Trump has said. Throughout mm. his political career, how did this turn into a political <laughs> podcast? Um, I don't know, but it was making me think. I was just like, oh. Okay. I mean, <laughs> that's the way that I look at it. And so that's why certain people have very strong reactions, and that's the same with a lot of different, you know, set uh, groups. Um, and I don't think a lot of people take the time to realize that. You know, they just see, well, I like him because of taxes. I like him because he's strong on. Um, immigration but you know strong is in quotes and air quotes because what does that mean you know Uh, and I like him because and I've had a lot of people say well I may not agree with everything he says but I like him and I support him because of this one thing so that one thing trumps everything else in their eyes that's a compromise that they're willing to make to other people it may not be not only worth it but um just makes no sense (laughs) but so that's and that's why you don't talk about politics at work (laughs) Because i'm not gonna argue with you and then how do you you know how do you talk to someone in a calm way in a calm manner so that they can understand your position while you know you're trying to have this conversation while you're also trying to work and you know and, and it depends like I have a graphic I'm doing graphic design so I have to concentrate on design aesthetics and you know uh, guidelines and and visuals and stuff like that so I can't really talk about those certain things while I'm working whereas too if somebody has a remedial job or uh, something that's more uh, process oriented where you know it, say for example uh, uh what is it a um, oh, belt line and you're
0: just putting things together or something mm-hmm. like that something that's Repetition or something like that. I feel well, like you know, that's if you do, but. if you do freelance, then maybe you'll see me more often, and yeah. then we can just our office politics can just be what we agree with, and nobody will get mad because <laughs> <laughs> we agree, we agree with the same thing. I mean, most mm-hmm. mostly the same thing. So yeah, no fights. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but then we'll have fights about other things other than office politics,
0: <laughs> like yes. Can I get some space please? <laughs> well, guys, thank you for listening to our episode about settling down and getting ourselves all together and we still have more unpacking to do. It's
1: it's not finished.
0: <laughs> At least we have both but, the cats over here and they if, seem happy. They like the boxes. We
1: cross a threshold where all well I say all of our stuff in quotes is is in we don't have to sleep anywhere else. And we're finally putting this space together to reflect us.
0: Yes. And that's exciting. And we're getting ready for the future. <laughs> what we're going to do later on. So. Sometimes
1: it feels like it's coming too slow. You yeah, know, like I never that...
0: feel... Every time I feel that way... I just blinked my eyes, and then all of a sudden I'm there, and I'm like, damn. Mm. <laughs> all right, guys. we'll we'll see you next Sunday. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. Follow us on our Facebook group and Instagram for more behind the scenes. If you like the episode, why not help AJ and Chris reach more people and leave an iTunes review to help others discover the podcast. Together, we can defeat mental health stigma.